You get the bags, Hugo. I'll open up the house. Righto, darling. <laughs> um, Hugo? Uh, yes, darling? You remember I gave you three jobs before we left? I do, Melissa, and I did them all. I cancelled the papers. Yes, you did. You emptied the bins, too. And I released the clowns. <laughs> don't, Hugo. I said don't release the clowns. Ah. <laughs> And ever since the day of the incident, I haven't been able to whistle, Dr. Andrews. Please, call me Psychiatrist Pete. Okay, Psychiatrist Pete. So, the goal of your therapy sessions is to get back to whistling again? Yes, and to stop the nightmares. Yes, of course, yes. All right, first we need to get you nice and relaxed. So close your eyes and just focus on my voice. My calm, relaxing voice. So calm, so relaxing. Are you calm and relaxed? I Don't answer that question. Just relax. Picture yourself walking along a beach on a hot, bright, sunny day. The sand beneath your feet is warm. The bag of chips you have in your hand is greasy. And the sound of the waves is soothing. <laughs> Children run and play in the surf. <laughs> in the sky, seagulls float in the breeze. A seagull has stolen a chip out of your hand. How does that make you feel? Disappointed. And what would you say to the seagull if it could speak English and it hadn't already flapped away? You are a very mean seagull, and I'm not sure I want to invite you to my birthday party. I see. As you walk, you can feel your cares falling away. You are getting lighter. Doesn't that feel good? Don't answer that question. That good feeling is filling your body. You eat another chip. You love the salty tang, don't you? Don't answer that question. Now, you notice a very fat man in a small t-shirt using a pneumatic drill to dig up the promenade. Which annoys you more, the noise he is making or the flab wobbling with the drill? The wobbly flab. Of course. On the beach, a boy is flying a kite. It's shaped like the U.S. state of Idaho. Who do you think of? Fred Schneider. Excellent. You see a girl with the face of a Muppet. Which one? Beaker. Yes. A plane flies overhead, high, high, high in the sky, leaving a wispy vapor trail that slowly, slowly, slowly dissipates as you wonder who's on the plane and where is it going and have they packed enough suntan lotion? And now the seagull shits on your chips. Why do you hate your father? <laughs> because he bottle fed me, even though my mother was very productive and weaned half the kids in the navel. <laughs> well done, Bertram. Well done. There, there. You can be calm now. What was that all about? I mean, what are you trying to do? 
Whistle for me, Bertram. What? But you know I Whistle can't. for me now. <laughs> oh, God, it's a miracle. And that's why they call me Psychiatrist Pete. Release the clans. Thank you for coming in, Miss Pearson, or should I call you Denise? My father's name was Wilf. So, uh, Denise? Yes? Oh, good. You've been in secretarial roles for over 25 years. Would you say you've always enjoyed your work? I like origami. I take evening classes. Well, yes, that that's... Um, looking at your CV, you certainly have the experience for this job. Of course, as executive secretary to the CEO, you'd have free reign to set up the front office staff as you see fit. How do you see that process taking shape? All teams are made up of people. That's an intriguing perspective. All footballers play in teams. OK. Therefore, all people are footballers. Denise, I'm going to be straight with you here. Really? One time I went to Istanbul. I don't think this job is for you, but there is an opening that might be suitable. This job isn't for me. My name is Denise. Therefore, this job isn't for people called Denise. Precisely. Denise, you're perfect for a non-sequitorial role. Release the clowns! (laughs) Okay, Padre. Here's the situation. We've lost three engines and the force about to go. Oh dear. We're mid-Atlantic and it looks like we're going to have a hard landing on water. Oh dear, oh dear. We need everyone as calm as possible. Can you speak to the passengers and comfort them? You leave it to me. Please, 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 can I have your attention? I'm afraid that we are going to crash. And that, in a few minutes, many of you are going to die. Please, please, let me finish. Let me finish. Hands up, everyone here who's a Christian. Oh, yes, that's very good. That's almost half of you. Now, the good news is that even if you die, it isn't the end, but the beginning of an eternity of happiness in heaven. Oh, uh, except the Catholics, of course. You lot can put your hands down because God hates your corrupt popery. You and the heathens are off to hell. No, 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 there's no point in yelling at me. I don't make the rules. And frankly, if you haven't taken the opportunity in your lives to follow the true faith then you've got no one to blame but yourself. No, 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 don't, don't shoot the messenger. It's not my fault that I'm a man of God and you're a filthy heathen. What about Hindus? No, Brahma can get stuffed and if you did come back, you'd probably be a cockroach. Quakers? No, God hates Quakers too. It's a miracle. The engines came back online. We're going to live. Just take your seats and we'll break out the champagne. Oh, thanks for all your help, Padre. No problem. Right. 
Well, let's all do what the captain said and get back to our seats and enjoy the rest of the flight. Uh, why are you all looking at me like that? I, I was simply telling it like it is. Get him! Oh dear. Oh, that the clowns right well come through everybody as you can see we've taken this failing restaurant and revamped it gordon ramsay style oh thank you so much chef ramsay it means the world to me and my family don't mention it now let's take you through the changes gone is the drabby gray interior and in its place is a fresh white coat surrounding Ooh. we've opened up the space and brought in a lot more light bloody amazing gabby you like you have some questions yeah well i i was wondering where all the tables had gone. Good question. We've stripped away all the unnecessary furniture and given more space for the customers and more importantly for the staff to move around. But where are the customers going to sit? That's the interesting part. We're changing up the way we serve food in this place. We're putting power back into the hands of the customers. They get to decide what they want. They pick and choose what they want to eat and where. Is that, is that why instead of tables you've put in aisles? Exactly right, Gabby. You've got a keen eye. So it's kind of like a supermarket now. A supermarché, Gabby. Oh. Something I picked up on the streets of Paris back in my early days as a young trainee chef. Now, let me show you this. I've devised a brand new menu that is quick, easy and idiot-proof. We've kept it simple. Watch. The food comes in fresh. It's packaged. So all you need to do is knife, slice down, separate. See what it says on the label? Gordon Ramsay's home-cooked ready meals. Exactly. The freshest ingredients from a chef at the top of his game. Perfect. Now, grab, yes, and gently place into the basket, and gently lift up. See? Easy. Now you try. Right, so I just pick this up. Yes. And I just place the food in here. Exactly. This way you can get through multiple dishes, and most importantly, you're giving the customers what they want en masse. Sorry, sorry, th this really seems like you've just turned my restaurant into a supermarket selling your own ready meals. Don't be ridiculous, Gabby. And even if I had, they wouldn't be my ready meals. Everyone knows they're made in a factory maidenhead. What? Right. Final touch. Let me show you to the service station, straight over to the pass. This is a self-checkout machine. Get the food, straight on the pass. Lovely. Next, swipe through. Yes, watch for the beep. Pass it through. Quick blast on either side. No more than two minutes and you're done. Customer out the door, then straight through the fucking next one. You're a lunatic. Finally, yes. I want to hear a bit more of that pizzazz, Gabby. Yes, a little more fucking oomph, yeah? You idiot. What have you done with my beautiful restaurant? Typical. Getting upset. Let me tell you, your last place was a joke. Now... It's transformed. If you can't live with that, I don't need to be here. What are you talking about? You've you've removed the kitchen, the tables, the customers just come in and buy your ready meals and leave. You've scammed me. It's called moving with the times, Gabby. And if you can't get with that, then maybe you shouldn't even be in the fucking restaurant business. I'm not in the blooming restaurant business. You've stolen my restaurant business. Wow. And now you're turning down a collaboration with one of the world's top chefs. I'm speechless. I'm going to have to do something I've never done before and walk away. Wow, what a shame. We came in and tried to take a failing restaurant market and make it super. I can still hear you. Such a shame that some people have no vision for change. Change that could have been saved with a Gordon Ramsay ready meal for two. Coming sooner than you think. Fuck me. Release the clowns! And the dirt is gone! <laughs> Meanwhile, in the Release the Clowns aphorism testing centre... 
<laughs> Hello, and today we are testing the aphorism "He who laughs last laughs longest." Now, quite apart from the fact that this is a rather sexist aphorism, yeah, I mean, what are they saying? Women don't laugh. I laugh all the time. Like yesterday, when the rabbit I was experimenting on randomly exploded. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, classic. <laughs> anyway, even though the aphorism is a bit sexist, we're testing it. We started about five hours ago with Dave and Bob here. <laughs> Willing volunteers who agreed of their own free will to be strapped to chairs and have their brains electrically stimulated to make them laugh. Andy was another volunteer who started laughing first, but sadly died of apoplexy after three hours and forty-seven minutes. Now Dave started laughing before Bob, so according to the aphorism, Bob should be the one who laughs the longest. But at the moment, it's neck and neck, although they are flagging a bit. Oh, maybe you could jolly them along by showing them the video of your rabbit from the security footage. Good idea. <laughs> Right, ignore this bit where I'm feeding it nitroglycerin. Uh, here it comes. And... <laughs> it's the ticket. They're really laughing now, even though after five hours, they must be exhausted. <laughs> What a shame. It looks like Bob's had a pulmonary embolism, which means that Dave, who didn't laugh last, has actually laughed the longest. Aphorism tested and debunked. Now, what do we do with Dave? Let's see how long we can keep him laughing. In the interests of science, not our own ghoulish curiosity. Of course. <laughs> Let's show him the footage of when that rage-infected monkey escaped. That's always good for a laugh. <laughs> Release the clowns. Ah, Padre Fortescue. It's good to finally meet you in person. St. Peter. Then this must be heaven. So I must be... Dead, yes. Torn literally limb from limb by an angry mob. Simply for telling the truth. It's the stuff that sainthoods are made of. Ooh, that sounds good. Uh, please, let me finish. It's the stuff that sainthoods are made of under normal circumstances. Oh, so are you saying that there's something not normal about this circumstance? Yes. You see, these days, in order to become a saint, you need to do a bit more than just get shot with arrows. Like Saint Sebastian. Or roll down a hill in a spiked barrel and then clubbed to death. Like Saint Gellert. Exactly. What we need is someone kind, who uses their faith to comfort those in need and spread joy. Like Mother Teresa. Precisely. And the slight problem we have with you is that after watching your life closely for over 80 years, it's become really quite apparent that you are an arsehole. What? Yes, a complete and utter arsehole who used his position in the community to spread his sanctimonious arseholery wherever he went. But, 
but, but, but I was simply following the teachings of the Bible. In the arsiest way humanly possible. So I'm afraid no sainthood for you. Oh dear. But still, it'll be nice to be here in the Silver City for all eternity. Ah, well, unfortunately, we do have a strict no assholes policy. So you're sending me to... Hell, yes. But don't worry, don't worry. You'll have plenty of time to think about where you went wrong while they're peeling your skin off or popping your eyeballs out. Oh, bugger. Yes, Woofit. We're going to send him to hell because he's an asshole. Goodbye. Oh, hug. Goodbye. Release the Clown starred Phil Nice, Amy Holmes, Holly Meachin, Alex Marion, Karen Morden, Casper Michaels, Nick Hildred, Gemma Layton, Phil Whelans, Dan Willis, Martin Hyder, and Barnaby Edwards. It was written by Alex Marion, Nick Hildred, and Dan Willis. The Senior Vice President for Social Media is Dan Willis, and the show is produced by Nick Hildred and Alex Marion. Release the Clowns is a proud member of the No Phony Podcast Network, so if you want more independent awesomeness, head over there right now. You'll find an eclectic mix of fun, insight and stupidity, from Saturdays with Chicken Duck to Assorted Goods and From the Bottom. Yes, that's as street as I ever get. Blood. Anyway, the important takeaway here should be the No Phony Podcast Network, proper independent podcasting at its podcastiest. See you in two.